0: Activate the view screen and turn on your universal translators because it is time for another Galactic Netcast. Brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash netcasts. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: Quick, podcast while they're not looking. The Time-Traveling Robots
0: in Space podcast starts now. It's Thursday, October 3rd, 2013. Welcome, my friends, or our friends, to another galactic netcast. This is the Time-Traveling Robots in Space, number 66, from Waterloo, Iowa. I'm Dave Nelson. Joining me, as always, Mr. Paul Swickard, my longtime friend, from Glendale, California, and Anessa Moyens from Denton, Texas. How you guys doing?
1: Doing good. How are you?
0: Not too
2: bad. I'm feeling less government
0: Yeah. I guess we we could talk about that for a second. Uh, it's not really affecting me personally, but uh, I guess give it time, of course. No, <laughs> we, don't,
2: we don't have to. It has absolutely nothing to okay. do with our show. Well, I mean, t- just to put... Like it's kind of the opposite. Think about it. It's kind of the opposite of science fiction. Yeah. like This is like hard like really just this is facts you don't get more facts
0: but in that. case in case the robots okay let's put the let's put the robots in place of the politicians in this case what would happen uh-huh. if the same situation were to occur if robots were in charge would there be a, a standoff
2: and the government um, shut down And what would happen i would argue i would argue that they are most like robots okay right now i agree because they have made a computation in their head about what they think, what they deem to be most important. And they haven't, they haven't, they don't have a reason to go away from that. They are not putting in the human elements to this factor. No. So, yeah, I mean, that's very robotic to me. Yep. I
1: agree. It is.
0: What about time travel? If we were to, could we fix this with time travel? Would that be possible? What, no. would, what would we have to change in the past for, to, to fix this?
1: Not get any of those people elected in the office. In yeah,
2: office. <laughs> elected.
0: Hey, Anessa. Also, uh, most of the bad guys in this story, in this scenario,
2: are from Texas. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to bring that up. They
1: are awful, awful people. I'm not ashamed to say that.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I didn't vote for them. I want that known. Okay,
2: uh-huh. for the for the record.
1: For the record, I did not vote for any of those people up there.
2: That's so, fine. I'm, I'm wondering like, okay, but what's the, I'm curious about what the average Texan is like though. Like do your, you and your coworkers, like, do you have shame? Do you have similar political values or,
1: um, actually, like, or is I it was, just
2: kind of go wherever? Well, and that's what works at a university. I, I was actually talking
1: to um, a couple of the TAs today about the government shutdown and, my boss overheard this conversation and he comes in and he starts talking about it and we're all trying to make our points and afterwards I was talking to one of the TAs and he pretty much thought the same thing that I do because even though my boss says that he's not like hardcore Republican or anything, like that's where his beliefs lie and the rest of us lie on the other side of the spectrum, not necessarily hardcore but we're not We Mm -hmm. don't share the same political beliefs. And if you ever get a chance to take a look at a map of Texas and like the voting, um, like where like the different counties and who's blue and who's red and whatnot, the larger cities are blue. But it's all these smaller, potent uh... towns that are all red and they outnumber the rest of the people that vote. Blue
0: That's pretty common. So, That's very common.
1: Yeah, it's it's very common and it's very frustrating. Yeah.
0: Wisconsin <laughs>
1: And so is, like boy. I keep voting to try to get rid of the awful human being that is Rick Perry. But he's been in office since Bush. Guy. He's <laughs> been in office since Bush took presidency. He's been in office for at least like thirteen or fourteen years. Oh my god. We need term limits. Yeah,
0: yeah, you definitely do. Definitely. So
1: but luckily he says he's not running again. I'm kinda sad that I won't actually be in the state of Texas to vote next year. But that's okay. Don't <laughs> don't
0: worry. Don't worry, Nessa. There's plenty of whack jobs in Wisconsin.
1: I I've heard <laughs> I don't know that I can say <laughs> this. But I I just I guess the cleaner version would be that I've heard that the Governor of Wisconsin would totally be best friends with Rick Perry. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently, I've got that to look forward to.
0: Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, let's let's talk about uh, the subject of this podcast. It's not politics. What we <laughs> it's not
1: our political beliefs.
0: What we discuss here is uh, time travel, robots, and space, and science fiction and science fact, and we do it by running down a news story from each of those topics. Discuss the entertainment picks that we've all brought to the table this week and then uh, ask and answer the question of the week. I believe Vanessa came up with this week's question.
1: I'll talk about the question later. All right.
0: Sweet. (laughs) For the audio subscribers, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Google Plus and find out when we'll be uh, streaming the show live or watch the video later archived at youtube.com slash galactic netcasts. So, let's get the show on the road and tackle our first subject, which is... Sector, Sector 1, one. Time, time travel. All right. So, 10 silliest rules of time travel from science fiction. Nice. I love I like it. Yeah. Already. Lists are good. So, here we go. Okay. Time travel stories are some of the coolest tales in the universe, but sometimes when you're lost in time-space continuum, things get a little crazy. Uh, time lag paradox overload etc so you got to have rules to make sense of the vortex here are the 10 silliest rules from time travel that people have come up with you guys ready for these i'm ready Ready. all right number one if you change the past you'll end up with flying balloons
1: baboons
0: oh baboons (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Flying balloons too. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, then, it's like um, we've clearly changed the past somewhere because we have balloons that fly.
0: <laughs> well, you know what?
2: I think where I was going with that, I was thinking. She brings up an excellent point. Yeah. We, we, you've just proven time travel.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
2: <laughs> hey, balloons, that Podcast means people have gone the past and changed everything. It's all downhill from here. We can't do anything else, people. Yeah. I mean, we know that it exists. I, I Thanks, to <laughs> I think I was thinking of the
0: alternate universe on Fringe with the, with the dirigibles yeah, flying yeah, around.
2: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So. All right, so uh, uh,
0: that's more or less the premise of the movie version of The Sound of Thunder. It's because uh, stepping on a butterfly in the Jurassic era changes the past so much that humans devolve and turn into flying monkey people in the present. So that's where that came from. All right, so if you touch this is number two, if you touch your past self, you'll both melt into goop <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just sounds dirty
0: yeah, that's time cop you can't <laughs> t- two two of the same entities can't occupy the same
2: space okay, is that a weird say that again, Dave. what like you what's the rule? you can't occupy the same space no, no, no before that what well, what you was with...
1: your past self?
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. Is that like a weird? Okay. Don't get me wrong. Is that a weird like masturbation thing? Like, is this a commentary? That's, that's what it
1: sounds hands? like. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean... You go back in time to pleasure your past self.
2: Oh man! <laughs> Wait, did I ruin that for I you? I didn't. I didn't get that at all. You guys are sick. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be. I just. <laughs> I. I couldn't <laughs> help it, it I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: Okay, I blame Anessa. She's a bad influence on everybody.
1: I'm sorry. Well Yeah. <laughs> it's true.
0: Oh, I get it. I didn't read I didn't read it. I don't remember what I read. So if you touch your past okay, I got it. Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. All right. Right. So if you touch your past self, you'll both melt into goop. Okay, got it. Yep. <laughs> That's, that does sound dirty. You guys
2: are right. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be a prude or anything else. I just.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. It to- it totally does. It sounds like you're going into the past and helping your past <laughs> self, you know, uh, achieve. Cheer
1: up a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, number three. Rule number three: You can only travel in groups of three at a time. What? Nice. <laughs> Uh, why three? Because that's the size of the group they want you to use in the game. Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger? Uh, oh, Chrono
2: Trigger. That's right.
0: Um, I'm, I was, I was going to say, I bet you you're going to pipe in here, Paul.
2: It's, it's an older game. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, if you have more than three people traveling through time, it spits you out at the point of least resistance, which happens to be the end of time. Oh, my God. The end of time? <laughs>
1: I've reached yeah, the they don't end. mess around. That's all not, or nothing.
0: That's, that totally sounds like um, uh, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like you, you yeah. know something that would happen on that in that book, the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Sorry, you've reached the end of time.
2: All right, you've reached the end of time. Welcome. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh crap! I went too far.
0: um here's another rule you can only use or you can only use any particular time travel method once uh this was the now extinct rule in dc comics at one point as expounded by rip hunter in the time masters comic as this uh now defunct page explains time travel is so rough on the human system that people cannot survive the same method of time travel twice, but you can use a different method of time travel and you'll be just fine.
1: Which makes no sense.
0: No, it doesn't. I could see it being you can only time travel once, period, because like, it right. scrambles
2: your molecules or whatever.
1: And that would totally That's make t- sense. <laughs>
2: Spoken like a two Star Trek nerd. Yes, and you're like, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. You just give me some pseudoscience and I'm happy. <laughs> as long as it
0: makes sort of sense, then I'm fine with it.
2: Right. Completely. String fine. theory. Jump. Faster than light. Yeah. Just Absolutely. put the words. If the words sound
0: fine together, then yeah,
2: it's it's okay.
1: <laughs> totally legit.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, rule number five. You can be hypnotized. <laughs> what you can be hypnotized into time travel but snapped out with a penny um in the movie somewhere in time of course of course it's somewhere in time uh Christopher Reeves Reeve uses self hypnosis to send himself back to 1912 where he falls for the lovely Jane Seymour it's all lovely until oh. he finds a 1979 penny in one of his suit pockets and this snaps him back to the future what a lame presence, or uh, not presence, a lame, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know.
1: Excuse, reason, trigger.
0: No, premise, premise. Premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idea. Yes. All right, so.
1: Yeah, it just.
0: And you you sat through that whole movie, right, Anessa?
1: I sat through the movie. Um. Yeah, it. <laughs> Christopher Reeve was basically a creeper. And this says that he went back in time to and, and falls in love with Jane Seymour. No, he was like in love with her before he went back in time. That was a whole reason of going back. Yeah. Because he was a creeper about a painting, and he kept like obsessing over it.
0: He was so in love with her that he just willed himself to go back in time. Yes. Okay.
1: And all it took was a penny to come back.
0: Oh, you know what? I... I beg to differ on this rule because I think this rule is awesome. You can only jump back within your own lifetime. This, of course, is from Quantum Leap.
2: And, and how they explain it on the, e- on the I, show... I don't even know. Like, was, there, was there any logic to that at all?
0: Yeah, because they used, like, um, they used this ball of string uh, metaphor. Like Your life is the string. And when you ball it up and mash it, you can move from different points within your own lifetime but they actually they broke that rule at least once I think if I'm not mistaken
1: interesting I don't even
2: remember I, it's been you know it's one of those weird situations where I feel like I you know I have a fondness in my heart for Quantum Leap I just don't know I don't remember much about it you know
0: I remember the major episodes
1: like I can relate to that
0: when he was the black guy in the south in the 1960s when he was the, and this is the pilot episode, he was the test pilot. Um, and then I remember the last, or I remember him leaping into his own childhood um, and seeing his dad, who he had lost at an early age. And then I remember the last episode because they were all in a bar. It was weird. Like huh. all the people all right. that, like all the people that he leaped into, were all in this one place. Hmm. And that badass. Diddle, diddle, diddle. <laughs> and then yeah. the, the theme starts. I love that part. Sweet. All right. So where are we at here? Uh, okay. Number seven. Number seven. There are fixed points where you can't go or change things. Uh, this, of course, comes from Doctor Who,
2: Paul.
1: What? <laughs> Doctor Who.
2: What was it? What's a Doctor Who? Doctor Who.
1: The fixed points.
2: <laughs> Doctor Who? Doctor no, Who. Doctor
1: what? Doctor Who? Who is this doctor?
2: That's a silly joke. was
0: <laughs> okay, so, trying to do an owl. Wh- why can't the doctor save, is it Adric?
1: Adric, I think. Okay,
0: Adric, his, his companion? companion from crashing into prehistoric Earth. Why can he use time travel to get out of some scrapes and not others? It's because there are fixed points in time. The logic reached its wackiest point when we were told that Lake Silenco in Utah was a... Silencio. Or Silencio, excuse me. Was As a... As silence. Was a... <laughs> the lake s- silence. Still point. Oh, my God. I just got it. The silence. We're in that episode.
1: Yes, the silence. Yes.
0: <laughs> there was a an alien race called the silence, Paul, in that episode. Uh, when they went I,
2: to... I was laughing just because I saw the light go on in your head. Going uh, out, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, just, I just got this reference that they <laughs> That they were making in one of my beloved shows. Yes. I got it. <laughs> All right. So where
0: was I here? Uh, okay. Lake Silencio. Lake Sil- Silencio in Utah was a still point in time, which could easily become a fixed point because of the large body of water. I don't remember that. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Well, because it was a still point, but it wasn't quite fixed.
0: Oh, okay. But it could
1: become fixed. And so they're kind of guessing that maybe it was because it was... At a lake, as opposed to some of the other points in time,
0: okay. that is kind of silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, um, there's three more. Okay, um, if you travel back in time, your mind will revert to its past state. Uh, there are many strange, kind of stupid. Yeah, there are ma- this is, comes from Star Trek, too. Uh, there are many strange rules of time travel in Star Trek, and it's it's hard Uh, It's hard to pick just one, but let's go with this notion that if you travel back in time, your mind will regress somehow. Yeah, I don't remember that episode. I don't remember the episode that's from.
1: I don't know. Off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. Um, If someone cuts off your past self's fingers, you'll suddenly be an amputee. And that comes from um, Looper.
2: What is the... I missed it. What was that? Looper. The movie Looper. No, yeah, but what was the rule?
1: If someone cuts your past self's fingers off, then you become an amputee, like your present self. Yeah, or whatever.
2: Oh, weird. And this also,
0: this is also a thing from uh, Back to the Future.
1: Kinda, yeah. yeah. It's like where Marty starts to change his parents' future, and he starts to fade, basically, yeah. like because he's no longer gonna exist.
0: And it's basically a, a paradox, is what we're talking
1: about. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, and finally. The worst one of them all, well, maybe not the worst, next to um, the. Uh, touching in, yourself? S- somewhere in time, or, yeah, touching
2: yourself. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: You can only time travel naked. Of course, we all know this is from. I um, uh, t- almost said. Trans- Terminator? I tra- almost said Transformers. No, that's not. <laughs>
1: Terminator.
0: Terminator. Yes. Um, so they could only they could only travel through time without clothes, or the process burned off their clothes, or something like that. I forget.
1: Yeah. And
2: oh, only organic material. Okay. Can go through.
0: Okay. And I never understood that because couldn't you wear like jeans that were all cotton? If you. Were... That's what
1: I wondered. Like, if you're wearing a cotton T-shirt that's like plain and white and like yeah. some. Cotton briefs—you should be able to go through with at least your undies.
2: Yeah, no. It wasn't—it wasn't complete cotton. It's polyester. There were polyester parts. Oh so yeah, felt- like this. Yeah.
0: Like the, maybe the threads
2: Stretchy were polyester beads. or something. No, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> <I don't know.
1: laughs> the way you—you you would go, and your waistband wouldn't be there anymore because it right. had.
2: So <laughs> you, you assume that he's naked, he's really not, he's just embarrassed because his you know his clothes fell off, yeah
1: yes
0: <laughs> mid mid process all of this all of the nylon threads just disappeared <laughs> <And it is laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay. there you okay.
1: go
0: all right, great list uh time silliest rules of time travel from science fiction and uh thank you w- yeah, thank you, Anessa, for posting this and uh we we'll put the links in the show notes of the podcast and at GalacticNetcast.com. Before we move on to robots, we would love your feedback. I would be overjoyed by your feedback. I would be, I would be pleasured by your feedback. Um, so leave it.
1: By his past self.
0: Yes. Uh, GalacticNetcasts <laughs> at gmail.com is the voice... Uh, no, that's the email. Email address galacticnetcast at gmail.com. The voicemail number thats 805 328 3966. 805 328 3966. Please give us some feedback, leave us voicemail, send us an email, and uh, we'll read it or play it on the air. And um, yeah, we want to hear from you. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. It's right here. two, robots.
2: Robots, robots. Yes, I'm taking robots. robots apparently, yes, you are. Surprise! Your, your name is Yay. next to robots. Yes. as previously announced, the title role of Neil Bloomcamp's. I just I like putting the n in Bloomcamp because Bloomcamp sounds cool. Camp sounds better.
0: Blue Bloomcamp uh, sounds like a uh, cart uh,
2: a comic strip. Yes, it does. Bloom Camp. Have you, read, seen, have you seen this week? Bloom, Bloom camp. camp. Yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs>
1: it sounds like a happy comic strip too.
2: Yeah. Uh the title role is has gone for of Chappie has gone to Charles Char- Char- to Copley. Of course
0: you you know why he's in it, because his buddy, the director, is um Yeah. What's his face?
2: Well that guy, I mean yeah, it absolutely makes sense. He's going to be playing the role of a law enforcement robot through performance capture. So it's oh. all he's. It sounds like he's going to play a CG dude, um, just in a la Golem, through performance capture. And I'm I'm totally stoked for that. That'd be so, awesome. So
0: is Neil Blonkamp trying to t- tackle every different science fiction genre out there? Because he did Aliens. Possibly. Right. Probably. He it, did. He's on his way. He did um, the thing, the one that just came out this summer with the, the space station and Elysium. Elysium, yeah. And now he's he's tackling robots. Did you ever see
2: it? No. I forget.
0: Uh-uh, no. Okay. Going to, though, as soon as it comes
2: out on DVD. Mm. Uh, also cast is our Ninja and Yolandi Visser of Die word And, if by the way, if I'm saying all these names wrong, I apologize. I know. What? I don't understand it. But apparently, they are a pair of gangsters trying to reprogram Chappie to their own ends. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, Dave Patel, for you may know him from *Slumdog Millionaire* and *Newsroom*. Uh, he was playing something that we don't know. If we are going to be racist, we're going to say he's a computer hacker. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's that is it. the
2: article essentially saying that, not me, but I think it's funny. Yeah, that they mentioned that.
0: Yeah, because he, yeah, his race, um, is Indian. <laughs> or, you know, is typically I look on
2: your face was priceless. You're like, oh crap, there's no way <laughs> out of this. Paul just totally backed. Yeah, him.
1: thanks, <laughs> Paul. Now we have to talk about race yeah. and stereotypes.
2: No, the typical no, stereotype
0: I, for his for his racial makeup is, like, IT or, like, computer hacking yeah. or whatever, yeah.
2: Yeah, totally. Uh, in addition to the most eclectic cast is Hugh Jackman, who I had no idea. He broke the news himself at a press conference for prisoners at the Zurich Film Festival. Huh. So, Mr. Hugh is the, apparently going to be in the next Neil Bloom Camp picture. I hope he sings uh, a, Yeah. <laughs> I would totally <laughs> watch that, even though he sang in it. Uh, according to Screen Daily, uh, Jackson said, I'm doing a role in Neil's new film called Chappie, which we shoot in Johannesburg. Of course it's in Johannesburg. Why wouldn't it be? Yes. And I'm there for a couple of weeks at the beginning of the next year. So, all right. That's cool. Um, it sound Just based on that, if he's only going to be shooting for a couple of weeks, it sounds like he's going to be playing a CEO who ends up on the wrong side of the gangsters, yeah. and he's apparently some kind of resourceful character. This is all just pieced together from rumor. Okay. Well,
0: that would make sense because if you're only shooting – because the bad guy usually isn't in it as much as uh, the, protati-
2: right. the protagonist, the antagonist. Well, I mean, right. Well, so like Michael Keaton, I don't think he's going to be in much of the next Robocop movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, he'll obviously he'll play some role, but he won't. Like, Brian Cranston didn't play a whole lot in um, Total Recall. Mm-hmm. He just didn't. He that's, wasn't in there very much, which right. is a shame. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, see? That's kind of the thing. It's like, oh, yeah, he was in that.
0: That movie wasn't that memorable.
2: <laughs> no, true. I totally agree with the you. The only cool part
0: uh, of that whole movie was when they had to go through the earth to get from one city to the other because remember there was only it looked
2: pretty cool yeah like you know the visuals were seemed good i yeah yeah i mean we should talk about total recall sometime because i i'm i'm with you it was like it was just kind of eh, yeah Eh. It was too- anyway, uh Chappie is supposedly the greatly expanded version of some ideas in, in Blutencom's short tetraval which I-, I have not seen anybody else here seen it
1: I haven't seen
2: it yet. I wanted to see it. When I saw
0: this article posted this week, I want—I was this close to watching it, but then I—I I think I got sidetracked.
2: I, you know, I hope—and no disrespect to the man—I hope that this is better than Elysium was. Not that Elysium was bad; it was just I was expecting. I wanted it to be some form. I wanted it to be the next District Nine, and it, it just wasn't. Yeah. Hmm. I hope that
0: he doesn't wind up being a, um, who, who, drawing M. Night
1: Shyamalan. Yes, yeah, thank that's you. That's
2: exactly God. what I was thinking. Inside <laughs> my head. Because I was head. thinking M.
1: Night Shyamalan, because you, you know, you end up with a couple of really good movies, and then but it's all disappointment yeah. right from
2: there. Catches lightning in a bottle and then done. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: I hope that's not the case in this case.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: All right, so Chappie. I wish they would change the name because that just sounds silly as hell.
2: Yeah, what? I, I don't quite get that either. I'm with you, David. I heard Chappie. I'm like Chappie. Yeah. Chappie, Chappie, Chappie. I hope this movie is a bit more subdued because like, the last his movie, his last movie especially, it's like there is no secret as to what he is talking about, like in terms of society. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty in your face. But anyway, definitely. Hmm.
0: All righty, there you go. That's robots. Um, yeah, man. Are we done? I like me some robots. Is there any Thank more you, that we need so. to be talked about? You're welcome. More? No. Okay. All right. That was definitive. Definitive. No. No. <laughs> no. No. We're I'm good.
2: I was trying to be. I was trying to be definitive.
0: All right. Well, you you accomplished that. Good job, Paul. <laughs>
2: awesome. All right. Should we keep on talking? We should talk about how I'm talking about it. That makes sense.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. I just, you just blew my mind. I don't know. Okay.
2: You have no idea what I'm talking about anymore, do you? No, uh-uh. It's late. I'm
0: tired. <laughs> All right, so uh, the Time Traveling Robots in Space is brought to you by Audible.com. If you don't know what Audible is, it's audiobooks that you download onto your app, onto your, uh, your smartphone or your tablet, and you listen to them. It's pretty cool how it works, and we are offering, or they're offering, a 30-day trial to give you the chance to check out their awesome service. And you'll get one free download with that free 30-day trial. So what we want you to do is go to audibletrial.com slash galactic netcasts. That's audibletrial.com slash galactic netcasts. And maybe try this book. It's called The uh, New Space Opera. It's a anthology which includes epic interstellar adventures, tales of space and wonder from some of the biggest names in science fiction. So if you, like your, if you don't want to commit to a full book, this is perfect, because it's a bunch of short stories, um, all about they're all space operas. They all take place in space. So again, it's called the New Space Opera. You can get it for free with your 30-day trial to Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com/galacticnetcasts and we thank audible for their, their support of the time traveling robots in space and speaking of space,
1: three. space space
0: and anessa what do you got for us
1: i've got a lot of junk <laughs> wow <laughs>
0: um
1: in my space trunk
0: yeah i was going to i was going to say but <laughs> you finished it for me
1: no um so as People may or may not know there's a lot of flying debris around Earth, um, just junk. And if of course, I am, it's if
2: I'm, you know, to believe the movie Gravity, then absolutely.
1: <laughs> so there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of junk up up in space. And um, a Switzerland-based space flight company is finalizing plans with Canada over a potential launch site for a new private space plane, which is slated to launch a satellite to clean up space junk by 2018. So, yay! We'll get some of the space junk cleaned, because if it gets too heavy, then there's the problem that we might not even get out when we launch into space. It's
0: going to be a huge okay. bari- a, so, a, a barrier of junk that's going to stop us. Just,
1: pretty much. Just, that uh, will be stuck on Earth forever. Boo. Uh, the company's, uh Swiss... Space Systems, or S3, plans to launch the new Clean Space One satellite using the European Suborbital Reusable Shuttle, a small space plane From while uh, well, the firm is developing for low-cost launches off the back of a modified Airbus A300 jumbo jet. Which, that's kind of cool, because they've updated, they're reusing, repurposing an old Airbus. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. hmm. Um, SpaceClean-1 is a 66 pound or 30 kilograms technology demonstration spacecraft designed to link up with Switzerland's out-of-commission SwissCube nanosatellite, a small cube that measures 3.93 inches on each side and safely deorbit orbit the target craft. The mission aims to demonstrate orbital identification and rendezvous with an uncooperative target and has estimated a cost of about 15 million Swiss francs, which is about $16 million. So <clears throat> um, I, I think this is a wonderful idea because, <laughs> like I said, um, a lot of the debris that we have would be from, like, um satellites that have quit working and they've crashed into something else and so you end up with just like the scattered debris field going around the earth and if stuff like that happens again and again then we'll just keep adding to this debris field and we don't have any way of like doing anything about it or it would be much more difficult if it gets to be too excessive so i think that that it's the Swiss are onto a brilliant idea. <laughs> I
0: I think uh, I think I think they could do it more cheaply though. I think instead of having all these complicated like automated you know systems of satellites, just put two guys up in space with their space truck, and just whenever they see a satellite <laughs> debris, tr-
2: the space truck. You've heard of the space truck,
0: yeah.
1: But how do they get back down?
0: Well, when they get done with their route, when they're done with their... (laughs)
1: When they get done with their route. You can come down when you clean all of the trash.
0: There's a a guy just hanging out the back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's one guy
0: guy driving, the other guy's hanging out in the back.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. And they have um, images of what one of these things look like. I'm not entirely sure what that one is. I guess it's the space cube. Okay. Um So and so,
0: okay, what is it, What exactly does it, will, will it do? Will it like? Will, will it like grab? Okay, grabs onto well, it. Well, because okay. yeah,
1: like it, it looks like it's like oh, just imagine yeah. this box and it has one of the hand grabbers that you see it outside of Walmart to <laughs> like the crane. Yeah, it does. Look <laughs> That's exactly what it reminds like me it. of. It's got the crane grabber that you try oh, to oh. get. um bart simpson plush toy except hopefully this one has a better grip that can actually collect the junk <laughs> <laughs> otherwise there's no point in sending it out in space
0: better improve that technology before they send it up
1: we need <laughs> the
2: best arcade player ever
1: <laughs> pretty much and so they have images of it uh oh, that's basically such a great movie. uh <laughs> it's okay
2: what movie you're talking um, about I'm talking, uh, no, dude, I'm talking about a hypothetical movie of, like, a la <laughs> Armageddon where they need to get rid of all the space junk and they have to hire some oh. kid who is an expert. <laughs> <laughs> they could totally do, like, a parody. That would be yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Get a Ben it Affleck be, lookalike um, and, yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. What's the movie where they recruit the kid that's really awesome at video games? It was, like, in the 80s. The Wizard? no. Um,
0: Space uh, <sighs> something command no
2: not um, war games no
1: no it's, it was I don't know oh, I oh my goodness I can't remember the movie and I had to play part of the music and band
0: yeah I I remember <laughs> really? the movie but I don't I forget the name
1: yeah cause they, I remember the music
2: they well oh you're talking about the last Starfighter
1: <sighs> yes the last Starfighter yeah 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 yeah. So. That's
2: acceptable. <laughs> no, that's a great movie. I love Last Fire.
1: So and yeah, and here you have like the Clean Space One uh, space debris removal satellite that will be sent by EPFL. And um yeah, the ejection altitude would be uh six hundred and thirty to seven hundred and fifty kilometers. Approach would be twenty eight thousand kilometers, and the rendezvous phase so here you, you see it like, hey, this thing isn't interacting with me. It must be junk. And so the grappling thing comes out and grabs this piece of junk. And then I assume it takes it somewhere or sends it elsewhere. <laughs> so Okay. But they have like an artist's rendition of the debris field Holy that's crap. basically forming around the Earth. And so there is a lot.
0: Wow. I'm surprised that the International Space Station doesn't run into more problems with junk
1: yeah Seriously. well, it also has to do with I think the how like what their orbit is, I
0: think they're higher up right? They're higher <clears> up <throat> than a lot of this stuff, I believe,
1: yeah, and I guess some of these would be at a lower orbit, um but still, there's still stuff that and these everything's traveling at such a high speed if yeah. there was a ship that was going up there and it got hit, yeah, like the damage would be insane,
2: bad news, so yeah. Uh, well, I mean,
1: it w- so could potentially
2: kill you. Like, right? Oh, yeah. Like no, like, no joking aside. Like, they, No
1: joking. You know. Like, a little pea-sized thing hits the ship and, like, look at all this damage it's caused. It's going to cause, like, this chain of events. that's basically going to cause things to go awry and then you're going to die.
0: I hope they bring the cost of this down because it seems like a lot of money just to put one up there. Like, one of these well, capture...
1: Okay. Well, how much does it cost to put a, like, one of the Soyuz vessels?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know.
1: Because getting up there is definitely not cheap.
0: No, uh-uh. Well, that's, that's so, the problem that SpaceX's work is tackling. Uh, they're, see, yeah. The problem, get there and
1: I saw an article, which I didn't get a chance to read it, and it was, be- and I think I was actually debating between, like, If I had a chance to read it between that article and this one, but Richard Branson um, has an idea to bring the cost of space travel down over a period of time, not like right away or anything, but for future space flight. And that way it's more accessible to people rather than like a bunch of millionaires that have money that's burning a hole in their pocket.
2: Right.
1: So, um, which I think is pretty cool. But I didn't get a chance to read it to see what his ideas were for bringing down the cost. But if they could somehow work with him and his ideas on bringing down the cost, that would be awesome because you could put a couple of these up there or more yeah. <laughs> and really start making a difference with collecting the debris. So,
0: Paul, didn't we have a story uh, a while back about a, a system of cleaning up satellite debris, but it, they pushed everything into the like into the atmosphere like they... They changed the path.
2: It would, yeah, I, I remember something about that. It would look more like a like a like a just a steamroller. Yeah, like it looked like it was just. That's exactly right. It looked like it was just pushing stuff or a from plow one place to another.
0: A plow, a snow plow, but you wouldn't know what that is. You would, you'd have no idea what a snow plow is.
2: What is snow, and why would I plow it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Point taken. I was
1: like, wait, I've seen snowplows before. <laughs> I, I think I've seen it in a movie once. Oh,
0: yeah, I guess you could see like, my movies.
1: What, while you were sleeping, might have had a snowplow, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> it had snow.
2: Yeah. It's in popular media. Yeah.
1: Sorry.
2: but you, you've Just never...
1: think bulldozer.
2: Yeah.
0: Bulldozer. That'll work. All right. Okay, space interesting. Bulldozer. Yeah, I hope that uh, they get this problem solved because I don't want to, you know, be trapped on this earth forever. I want to go out into space. Space. All right. So, uh, uh, if if you want a different way of listening to, or if you want a more convenient way to listen to our podcasts and many other shows, why don't you give Stitcher Smart Radio a try? One of the coolest features about Stitcher is you can listen to whatever podcast or whatever show on your stitcher app you get back from your your workout or whatever take off your headphones you don't want to wear headphones anymore you jump on your desktop your computer and you uh you fire up stitcher on the desktop and you pick up where you left off on that same podcast whatever you were listening to and then maybe you have to run out for something and you pick up you you know you grab your phone again and plug it into your your car stereo and you you start it up again. So that's one of the coolest features, I think, that Stitcher has to offer. And what it is is an app that you download onto your uh, Android, your, your uh, iPhone, whatever device that you have. It's multi-platform, platform agnostic. And uh, you can just download or stream podcasts or whatever else they offer on Stitcher. Um, And another cool feature about Stitcher is it'll look at your playlist of what you're listening to currently. It'll make suggestions. That's called the Smart Station feature. So again, check it out. We want you to use this URL, stitcher.com slash galactic netcasts, and then enter the promo code galactic netcasts, and that shows Stitcher that we're sending people their way. And we thank Stitcher for their support of the time traveling robots in space. All right, so I was busy before the show tonight. I was playing a video game. I know that'll shock both of you that I was actually playing a video game tonight. Um, What were you doing? I was testing out my pick for the night, my pick for this show, for this episode. And uh, it's called Astroblast. Astroblast. And basically, it's a remake of the classic arcade game Asteroids. Um, It does have a little twist. Uh, Asteroid is also, uh, or no, every asteroid is also a unique design. Um, The idea is simple. Start at wave one and survive as long as possible. You've got your little life meter or whatever that's called. Uh, But watch out. Some asteroids aren't as nice as they first seem, and there's no limit to the maximum waves that you can reach. So you you can keep on going as long as you have life left and i I did pretty well uh, i don't usually play video games. Are you proud of yourself Dave I was you very, sound a little surprised i was I, i'm very proud of myself and i used I, I played it on my seven inch tablet and it 's the perfect form factor for video games because uh, this is touch enabled so obviously, but you don't have to use a joystick. you just use the screen, so you just tap the screen where you want it to either go or fire at and you can get pretty fast at it, so uh, if you if you liked asteroids back in the day, I have fond memories of playing asteroids at the arcade, along with uh, Space Invaders and one of the first Star Wars uh, video games. Uh, if you like these nostalgic games, then uh, check out Astroblast. I don't know if it's on iOS for sure it's on Android though uh, I'm sure there's other versions of it. If, if they don't have this specific one for iOS. But we'll put a link in the show notes and you can actually order it through uh, our link that we'll have. Can they say something? I don't
1: know if they do. I will check and see if they do. Okay. Astroblast.
0: Astroblast, yes. Astroblast. So if you want a blast, if you want a blast, sure. then play some Astroblast.
1: Apparently, yeah. they don't have Astroblast because they asked Astrolabe. <laughs> that's, no,
0: that's something completely different.
1: Yeah, I was like uh, no. All right. Astroblaster, no. Well, oh, they do have something called Astroblaster.
0: Okay, maybe. it's... But same. that's
1: about as close as it gets. Okay. And I've heard of that? It doesn't really look like. Um,
0: do they have regular asteroids?
1: Asteroids. Um. Maybe. Hang on. Although this game, the Astro Blaster, kind of reminds me of a game that I played on, I don't think it was Genesis. I forget which console it was. Um, Let's see, Asteroids. I have to spell it right.
0: Yeah, there's that ER kind of throws people off.
1: Asteroids. (laughs) Well, I gave Katie Sackoff crap about it on Twitter because she said, correct me if I'm wrong. And she responded.: <laughs> Yes.: Because she forgot awesome. the E in asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, they do have asteroids on, on iOS. Oh cool,
0: OK. All right. So So if you're, on, uh, if you're on the Android, then you can pick up our link, or if you're on the iOS, uh, go to the uh, uh, iTunes and pick up just regular oh. asteroids. All right, we got Galaga.: nice. Galaga. Cool. Yeah, they got all, mm-hmm. most, most of the classic
2: a- arcade games as apps now these days.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. In fact, people get upset when they don't have the, you know, whatever beloved
1: Like, I can't believe they, they have. don't have Pitfall or yeah. whatever.
2: <laughs> and then so. you get into those weird situations <laughs> with Kickstarter and saying, oh, we want to remake Pitfall. Yeah, I, you don't... I'm sorry. You don't want to get me talking about this.
0: Okay. <laughs> then we will stop talking about it and start, <laughs> and start talking about your pick, which looks like... Um, relates to did you not have a pick until until Anessa brought that up? <laughs> that's exactly right I was inspired
1: yeah, it's like
2: I will, well I was originally thinking about war games because I was like you know what I think that would be a good pick but I think that'll be a future pick you know what I'm recommending last Starfighter okay that's what I say for those who hasn't seen for those who have not seen it it is made in 1984 so I saw it when I was real super little it is one of the really first like Tries at computer-generated technology, like it, like that, and Tron were kind of Disney's first foray into that, like what you could do with that kind of movie. But basically, as Anessa said, yeah, Anessa, you were right.
1: Yeah, I was, like burping, <laughs> and then I think my screen kind of froze for a bit. So, all good. right, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's okay.
2: There. Uh. <laughs> Basically the deal is, is that um this kid lives in a trailer park and is really good at this one particular arcade game. He plays it all the time, he loves it. And it turns out that this arcade game was actually a training mechanism for the an international space kind of like federation, I guess you could say, but it's not really kind of it's basically you know, I guess you can't say. It is kind of a federation, isn't it? Like, it's a bunch of different, like, yeah. aliens coming together for, like, the common, like, for a common good. But anyway, like, and then so he realizes that he gets recruited by an alien that has a starfighter, even though he had no idea that that was actually, like, real. That's a that's <laughs> a brilliant plot device when you think about it. Oh, I loved that. That was so great. I, I remember thinking as a kid, I'm like... What game am I really good at? I need to <laughs> keep practicing.
0: And didn't they actually put the game out? Like it was an actual real game, right?
2: I think so. I think so. I honestly don't know Like the, if there was. I, I, I have to think so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, start, Last Starfighter is great. Highly recommended for me.
0: I was confused that with, uh, what was that movie that came out, I think in the 90s? And it starred, um, um, shoot, he was the son of a famous actor who died back in the 70s. And it, he had Junior. They had the same name. Uh, come on, Anessa. You're good at this guessing game that I do, that we do.
1: Actually, I was trying to find if the Starfighter was an actual video game. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, it's like
1: manufacturer, Atari Games, year 1984, type video game, class prototype.
0: So what does that mean?
1: That
0: um, they never actually
2: released it. I
1: don't know that it actually.
2: At least according to. It Wikipedia, says, says rare. There forms. are two
1: known instances of this machine.
2: Okay. Owned
1: by the last starfighter, the collectors who are members of these two of them, um, of these two of these. What? of these two of them are original dedicated machines
2: okay that sounds so ominous there's only been so, two <laughs> sightings of this arcade game
1: so it apparently didn't grow out on a grand scale because there's okay. only two all right so anyway so movie mid-90s Fre-
0: freddy jr. prince Freddie prince jr was in it
1: um it was a oh,
0: wing commander wing commander yes yes thank you I don't know. They're probably not at all similar, but. Not really. No.
2: (laughs) I mean, you have space (laughs) for That's about it.
0: Okay.
1: All right. So, yeah. I was really bummed. It's not on Netflix.
0: Which one? The Last Starfighter? Uh, The Last
1: Starfighter. I think it
2: was at one point. Okay.
1: Oh, I know why. Because I remember getting the urge to watch it, like, about a year ago, and I went on to see if it was there, and it wasn't. I was really disappointed then, and now I'm disappointed now. (laughs) It's like, I want to watch this movie.
0: I know why I was thinking wind commander was similar because Wing commander was a video game too, right? That it was, was a it, video game. That first. was a
2: movie made from a video yeah. game. Okay. All right. All right. We can see how well that turned out. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> and by the way, there's all kinds of just as a letter, last bullet point here, there's a lot of talk of sequels and remakes recently. Like, I know oh, it started yeah. back in 2008, and, you know, there's I see some rumblings about it in 2012, and even this year. But, I mean, nothing. Obviously, it's all pre-production type stuff.
0: That could be a really good remake. I, mean, I that,
2: think it would be an awesome remake. That's I the just, kind of
0: movie that you'd want to remake. You know, something that wasn't
2: quite that popular, but still... Well, it was so effects-heavy at the time, I can just see it working really well right now. Mm-hmm. But
1: now that we have the technology...
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, it, we'll, <laughs> it's one of those things where I think that uh, some studio has to like actually be sold on the idea, and I don't think they are. That's what it sounds like to me.
0: I want to get a Highlander and a uh, Logan's Run remake done first. Before that, nice. Okay. I,
1: I think can, I'd rather The Last Starfighter than Highlander. Me too. But oh, I you
0: <laughs> turncoats! All right,
1: <laughs> turncoat.
0: <laughs> I don't know what. Th- I don't know why i said that okay so okay anessa now. anessa what's your uh, what's your pick
1: my pick is a short story surprise yeah. um called dyslexicon and it is about a dyslexic robot <laughs> yes that's perfect uh,
2: that's pretty funny i like that
1: um so yeah and i'll actually read you the uh author's forward it's really short it's maybe like three pages, four pages long. But the author says, um, up until high school I had a full syndrome of dyslexic behaviors, probably due to my being forcibly switched from left to right handed in preschool, although I did have the common predictor of thinking mainly in pictures. I did have the usual P Q and B D confusion and the backward slant tendency on uppercase ends. Also there I was a little prone to the spoonerisms, which make up much of the story, and it's very true. Um, And puns. I learned early to pretend that they were intentional. In fact, when I wrote the Dyslexicon, I created an organization called DOG, which stood for Dyslexic Geek Organization. I didn't realize until I proofed the story that it should have been DGO. I left it as DOG, of course. (laughs) Um, Dyslexia is a broad term, and I take it to describe the full gamut of linguistic confusions. I've heard dyslexia described as a gift— Um, By Dyslexia.com. While it was a real pain when I was a kid, I now think that in some respects, yes, it was slash is a gift. I did, though, make it very difficult. It did, though, make it very difficult for me to learn any (laughs) enictitude. I don't know what that is. Since the rotational angle of the alphabet consonants determines what vowel follows it. So, yeah. um, Like I said, it's basically about this robot who's dyslexic. Uh, The robot named Nate is a violin virtuoso, and he has this basically a firmware update that causes him to sometimes play music notes in the wrong order. And so he ends up getting fired from this orchestra because he can't play all the notes in the right (laughs) order. And so he's basically out of a job and he's looking for support and he discovers Dog. And he's basically wanting to join the organization um, for support because apparently this is a society where robots have to earn their keep and actually earn like wages and find a place to live. And so, yeah, it's actually kind of an entertaining story, but yeah, they do use, I guess it's spoonerisms where you basically move letters from the beginning of word, like swap it with other letters, and um, not just the beginning of words, end of words, and whatnot, so for a fair chunk, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little difficult to read, um, but yeah. It's, Are
2: they trying to put you in the dyslexic, dyslexic person's place?
1: Right. Well, for the most part, the dyslexic robot um does fairly well with just everyday speech. It's the music that he has trouble with. And um but the person that he's talking to suffers from like severe dyslexia. And so everything reads just really weird. Um the like for the very first entry it says in these climbs of specialized tubs it's not at all surprising there's a club for it. And so, like, letters get adjoined to d- adjacent words. It shouldn't be there. And so, yeah, it's a lot of that. Okay. Um, yeah, this robot is basically trying to convince the person in charge of the dyslexic geek organization to let him in and, what, like, show, like, basically prove himself to join this organization. And they're like, but you're a robot. So.
2: Yeah. Um no question. But
1: upgrades and firmware updates take money and poor robot doesn't have a job. So
0: I was thinking about the whole firmware update thing. I, mm-hmm. and the the whole Apple iMessage debacle that's going on right now came to mind. And I'm I'm thinking you, oh, know, you yeah, thought you think you think the iMessage thing's bad. Wait until your, your firmware makes you become dyslexic. <laughs>
1: i know so um yeah because i was having issues with like it would just take it sweet and dandy sending out messages and so i was trying to like change updates or whatever and yeah somewhere along the way my phone was like no i'm not gonna take phone calls
0: oh man so
1: yeah i spent yesterday evening like Basically reinstalling the software and
0: whatnot. That's frustrating.
1: But it works now properly as a phone.
0: So All right. You gotta like that?
1: I do. I do not I'm
2: like, envy. So like it's awesome those... that
1: my phone's telling me that I missed a call, but it'd be great if I could take it.
2: <laughs> I do not envy those people. The the people who are put in the position of having to test uh yeah, that. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But yeah, that's my pick. All right. And it's available to be read online at flashfictiononline.com.
0: Okay. We'll get as so. many of we'll get as many of these on the uh, recommendations page at uh, galacticnetcast.com. Buy them through our portal and support the network at the same time. Okay. Uh, before we ask the question of the week, don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, and of course, subscribe to the podcast by going to galacticnetcast.com and finding the link and uh, subscribe through that. Or you can go through iTunes or go through Stitcher. Uh, subscribe and please uh, rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars. That would be awesome. Okay, one more piece of business before we get out of here. Got to ask the question of the week. Anessa, what, it is, what is it?
1: Um, actually, this question of the week was Brad's idea. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Bradley. Yes, so okay. it wasn't my idea this week, it was Brad's.
0: Brad, Brad. by the way, for people that don't know, Brad, the co-host of the Alien Invasion podcast, also on this fine galactic netcast network. Yes. All right, continue. Oh, and, and your boyfriend, too.
1: And my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, the question is, if you could get a chip implanted in your head that would allow you to communicate with any being, Earth or alien, but this chip carried a 2% risk of permanent brain damage Ew. would you get the implant wow knowing that there's a 2% ah. risk that something could go wrong and you uh, okay end up so
2: in... we need to define some things here like what if i just like the permanent brain damage was just the bad stuff like i just completely forgot of every bad thing that everything <laughs> that anybody's it, ever done to me
1: see we don't really know what the brain damage is i mean you could end up like this veggie drooling or you could lose your short term memory or long term memory. You could be like the dude in Memento right. <laughs> that like tattoos oh, yeah. his body You're trying to remember everything.
2: You just you just blew my mind. I was gonna say yes, but now I remembered Memento and I'm not sure I want it anymore.
1: But it's only a two percent risk. So there's not... a ninety eight percent success rate. Yeah.
2: yeah, I haven't had the best of luck recently, <laughs> so yeah.
1: So Is I'm it, guessing in, that's the thing. Huh?
2: Any being,
1: any being,
2: any like like you don't so, have to like,
1: sit down and study a language. It's like an automatic translator oh. that you know what they're saying and you know okay, how to so communicate I, to them.
2: See, I thought I, my brain immediately went to like, okay, you can communicate with like dolphins or something stupid like that.
1: You can, this well, is, you you probably could. Um,
0: you'd be the you'd be the most amazing person on the earth because you could talk to any yeah. anybody and anything,
1: right? So, so I guess still? it doesn't necessarily have to mean aliens, it could be dolphins or puppy dogs or elephants.
2: <laughs> now I want to talk to like cats or something. You can talk to the then I wouldn't
1: want to go to the zoo cuz I hear how miserable animals were.
2: <laughs> and that fun. would
1: make me really sad.
2: <laughs> oh, so okay, <laughs> I'm quick so story. Sorry. There's a stream um for this Alaskan wildlife. It's not a wildlife preserve, but it's a Alaskan uh, pr- protected uh Land, right? So right. It's, not, it's government protected land.
1: It's like a reserve or something.
2: Yeah, and they have this webcam that is on twenty four seven on this river, right? And <laughs> the reason they have it there is because bears love coming out and fishing here. That's what they like doing. And right. there's, And there's this one bear that just is looked, just sits in his one place every day. I've never seen him catch anything. But he sits in his one place and just looks down at the at the water, and it, he looks like so depressed. In that. Aww. <laughs> he just <laughs> stares there. He's just looking. He's just and he's big too. He's a monster, and he's just looking. And he's, <laughs> that's all he's doing. And we just have the voice of Eeyore in our heads going. Like nobody loves me. Oh my, my me. gosh! Nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I want to talk to that bear. I want to tell him that everything's okay. <laughs>
1: Want to give the bear a hug?
2: <laughs> Maybe he what's lets... weird is I do see like Native people, like Alaskans, fishing there. Like they have, they're apparently not bothered by the fact that there's like regular bears there, along with like moms and cubs and everything else. Like I've seen people fish there.
0: Well, I suppose if they keep enough distance, everybody's I cool. Guess. You I know? Don't know.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't bother me. I don't bother you.
0: Yeah, as long as everybody's getting fed. You know, I think we're all cool.
1: It's when the bears are really hungry that there's a problem.
0: Yeah. So. Well, I think I would say yes. I Implant the hell out of me. G- give it to me. I want to talk to everybody.
1: <laughs> implant the hell out of me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Implant the hell out of me. So, can that be the title <laughs> of the show.
1: I know. Implant the hell out of me.
2: Yep. I think it is. Implant
0: <laughs> the hell out of me.
1: <laughs> um... I think I would end up taking the risk because the odds would be, I guess, in my favor more so than against me. So, because I mean, anytime you take any sort of medication, there's always the risk that there's really severe side effects sure. like anal seepage and, and intestinal oh, bleeding and whatever. <laughs> I, don't know. I think Jeff Foxworthy made a joke about I that think at he did, some yeah. point. In time. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I just I love I love these these medications that so sound so great you know the commercials wonderful and and then they get to the disclaimer and then they go through all this list of terrible stuff and they always end it with like sudden death it's like
1: what, <laughs> what? Yeah. it's it's like the risk of possible side effects sounds worse than the actual problem that you're experiencing. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. So, but people take it anyway because they take that chance, and so I think I would take the chance of getting a chip implanted to where I wouldn't have to learn other languages. I could talk to people from around the world and understand when they're talking crap about me.
0: <laughs> and you'd be employed all the time. You would have to worry about exactly, the job ever. yeah.
1: Like I paid for this upgrade, and now I get to use it. So yeah. I get to work make forever. A great cause... Spy. So yeah.
2: Like, seriously, like, you just, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> ah, these questions, I can't handle it. Oh,
1: so, yes, I would get the implant.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Hey, uh, you listeners out there, let us know what you would do in this situation. Uh, leave us feedback. The number is 805-328-3966 or email galacticnetcasts at gmail.com. Man, my voice is going. I need to... uh Go to bed. it's almost
2: like you work in radio <clears throat>
0: yeah i know and
1: just talk all day
0: yeah it sounds like it it seems Crazy. that way yeah i'm just okay uh all right don't forget to subscribe either to this certain podcast or our mega feed at galacticnetcast.com. okay let's do final thoughts and get out of here anessa what's yours
1: <sighs> i actually don't have one tonight
2: not at all you should just pick one and keep saying it. That's what I do. <laughs> you
1: should pick one and keep saying it. Live long and prosper.
2: All right. <laughs> and then after
0: about uh, 50 episodes, I start giving you a hard time about it. going. feel
1: like, are you sure you don't yeah. have a final thought? Yeah.
0: You can say more you, than you just totally that. You can totally
1: have a final thought. Like, okay, I really love to eat catfish on Fridays. And you're like, how dare you have a thought of your own? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> But it's okay because really
0: we still confused. like you. Yeah, I'm confused too. I, I don't even know. I'm no. just rambling at this point. Yeah. No, that was good. That was a good. That was a good reenactment of of what we've gone through.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
2: Okay, Paul, what's your final thought? Be excellent to each other.
0: All right, we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: All right, see you next week.
0: Leave your hailing frequencies open and scanners on full because another galactic netcast will be approaching your coordinate soon. For more information, go to galacticnetcasts.com.